Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Monday, January 2nd. Let's jump into today's top stories. Pell Grants are scheduled to increase by $500 to $7,400 FY23, under the recent spending plan signed by President Biden. On how that will help college students, USA Today's Chris Quintana notes the average student spent about $340 on course materials in the 2021-22 academic year, while parking and other costs can add hundreds of dollars more, especially for STEM students who are likely to pay additional fees for specialized lab courses. As such, American Council on Education Senior Vice President Terry Hartle explains the extra $500, which is in addition to a $400 increase during the previous year, will help an awful lot of people who are trying to decide whether to start or to continue a post-secondary education. The Biden administration plans to increase the maximum Pell Grant to $13,000 by 2029. This weekend's Peach Bowl between Georgia and Ohio State averaged 22.4 M viewers, while the Fiesta Bowl between Michigan and TCU averaged 21.4 M viewers. The overall average of 21.7 M viewers is good for the third-highest viewership in the college football playoff era, and the highest in the last five years. The 21% year-over-year increase also marks a new high watermark for a non-New Year's Day semifinals. The Peach Bowl reached a peak audience of 23.9 M while the Fiesta Bowl peaked at 26.4 M. Utah President Taylor Randall rang in the new year by breathing some fire about the Utes Rose Bowl opponent, as well as their outgoing conference partner, saying, in 1923, 100 years ago, Penn State showed up to play their first Rose Bowl. Guess who they lost to? USC, 14-13. They had a chance to redeem themselves in 2008 when they played the Trojans again. They lost 38-17. And then they showed back up in 2017 and they lost a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter to the Trojans, and lost 52-49. So in the last 100 years they've lost three times to the Trojans and we've beat them twice in the last 48 days. Maybe that's why USC wants to join the Big Ten. The Athletics' Bruce Feldman, Nicole Auerbach, Austin Meek and Nick Kosmitter cite multiple sources close to Michigan football head coach Jim Harbaugh who say Harbaugh will leave an arbor for the NFL if a job offer is forthcoming. Feldman reports, a return, perhaps to the Denver Broncos or his old team, the Indianapolis Colts, could be very tempting. Given the Broncos' recent struggles, Kosmitter points out the Broncos are likely to want to hand the reins to an experienced HC and adds, there is also the Stanford connection. Broncos CEO Greg Penner and his wife, co-owner Carrie Walton Penner, both attended graduate school at the university. Limited shareholder Condoleezza Rice, who is part of Denver's search committee, also has deep ties to Stanford, where Harbaugh coached from 2007 to 2010. The Athletics' Ari Wasserman observes that TCU's victory over Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl poses a threat to his Stars Matter mantra, writing, the numbers back it up, since the online recruiting rankings era began in 2000, only three teams have won a national championship without ever signing a top-five recruiting class in any of the previous four recruiting cycles. And now this TCU roster, one that was once picked to finish in the bottom half of the Big 12 this year, has advanced. Corn Frogs head coach Sonny Dykes explains his roster-building philosophy, which included the addition of 13 transfers. You used to rely on signing the recruiting class, you redshirted the class if your program is good enough to do that. So all the programs that were good historically had an advantage because they didn't have to play freshmen. 
Those teams went to bowl games, got those 15 extra practices and got a chance to work those young players. Had we not been able to add those 13 transfers, you know, we would have been in trouble defensively. So our roster is probably constructed a little bit differently than Michigan's is, but I do think that you're going to start to see more teams like TCU, you know, to get on stages like this. Wasserman subsequently posits that TCU could be the program that forces us to reconsider how we view roster talent. But until TCU beats Georgia or Ohio State next week, dare I say. Stars matter. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Monday, January 2nd. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.